Hello and welcome to another episode of the Point Four Podcast. We are recording Saturday morning after Game Four. Raptors are up three-one. Kawhi went crazy last night. Uh, I cannot believe. I mean, I can believe it, but I really thought the Warriors were evening it up last night to to break down the game and uh, talk about some other NBA stuff. PJ, what up, dude? What up? I for sure did not think we'd be talking about a 3-1 series lead in favor of the of the Raptors. I never thought, yeah, we'd be in a Warriors would be on the up, opposite end of a 3-1 kind of situation. It is crazy to me. Like, the Bucks were this close to being up 3-0 against the Raptors. And the Raptors are now up 3-1 against the Warriors. Yeah, it's, I mean, v, they have they've wa- they've lost one game in the last. They've been on a, they've gone seven of, seven, seven of eight in their last play in their playoff games against the Bucks and the Warriors. It's yeah, pretty good. It's pretty. They deserve crazy. a ton of. They deserve a ton of credit. Let's. Oh, for sure. I mean, they. Let's. Yeah, I mean, they, let's start. Let's start with Kawhi. I mean, he he was unbelievable last night, uh, and he had thirty the, in game three. He had finished with thirty six last night, but it just seemed like in the third quarter he was really instrumental in in building that lead. Oh, in the he, down, half he took of the over. Quarter. He went crazy, uh, and. I was I was watching this with our the game with our friend Ryan and I, him and I were talking about this. I'm curious to what your answer would be. How many players would you pick in front of Kawhi if you had to win a playoff game? Right now, how he's playing, even though he's hurt, like there's maybe I think that if you I think maybe that if you have a, four. I don't think it's even that. I think I'd take LeBron and I think I would take KD if KD's healthy. Yeah, and I think that's it. You're not taking Harden, or no? Huh. I mean, it's it's I mean, totally fair. They, the the Warriors just played Harden, and they with this roster beat them in six. And I know that they didn't have Clay for a game, but I mean, Clay came back last night, and the Raptors kicked their ass at Oracle. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's I mean how he's playing right now. I mean. It's it's pretty tough to to say. I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I would could make the argument, Giannis or, but I mean, just what but Kawhi's it's, it's doing hard. is incredible. Yeah, I mean, because he beat and him. It's hard sure. to pick Giannis based off of how he defended him hurt last series, right? I mean, that's yeah. oh for sure. I mean, there's no. I mean, he's he's uh, as far as two way players go, he's yeah. I, obviously, he's the best right now in the NBA by a long shot. Um, but really, like, I mean, I guess, like, for me, like, I'm not even that because he's been getting a ton of love, and and I'm not saying I thought that I did not think this would be the situation. You know, Kawhi could essentially be the ones, the one to end two two dynasties, you know, two little three peats between the Heat, the Heatles, and the now the Warriors here attempts, which is insane. Um, just like thinking of yeah, just like in the grand scheme of NBA history, when we look back at that, it's like that's gonna be something you're like, oh shit, kind of thing. Um, yeah. 
but like, and I do, I mean, I, I will say like from this perspective though, is like when he came back and I know like health, like he isn't a hundred percent, but like it was, it wasn't something I know a lot of people. And I remember us having this conversation at one point of just like the idea of him still being a top 10 player going into, you know, basically the idea of, Oh, Raptors trade for a top 10 player. And that's how I viewed it at the time. And, you know, I was really completely just looking past the, the quote-unquote quad injury. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I didn't really give that much weight as far as how he was going to impact this team. But, um, like, the level of which he's playing at and, like, the efficiency is, is better than uh, he was in San Antonio. I mean, I think just, like, this system probably fits and what Nick Nurse is doing is bringing out a little bit more of that in him. And allowing him to be more of an emphasis on scoring at points, but like he's really like in any of these games, you know, he's what's he at now? He's like at the second most three point games in a single playoff like run. Second most road. That's it. Okay. Games. Yeah. yeah, he was tied but, going to last night. He had thirty six, and so now he's alone second. Yeah, I think there was like the one. I think it was in the fourth. He took that one like deep three and that was like the first time I think I've ever seen Kawhi take a like a my turn shot I mean everything that he does on the offensive side is within the offense and he is so subtly able to just like take over like in the third quarter is just it was that example of it was just his ability to turn on just and dominate on both ends I mean he defensively has been spectacular um and you know, I I at first you know thought Draymond was doing a great job on him, but it's, there there's only so much they can do. I mean, he's they've made it difficult on him, but with Draymond having to become more of a scoring emphasis too, it's like they that hasn't been effective. I think if the I mean, obviously with the Warriors' health and everything, but it's um, that's not you know on the Raptors at all, and and how good they've been defensively in this series and what they've been able to do to the the Warriors is is outstanding. And it's a thousand percent like he, he gets first credit for all of that. Well, and I think you bring up an interesting point in that when he won finals MVP after winning the championship in 2014 against the Heat, he averaged 14.3 game, points that series. He's averaging, yeah. or those playoffs, he's averaging over 30 the, this playoffs. He yeah. had 36 and 12 last night. I mentioned that already. He had zero turnovers, mm-hmm. uh, which looking at the box score, at, at box score at the end of the game, that was unbelievable to me. Uh, he had four steals. I mean, he's all over the place. Um, and it's, it's just, I... I you definitely have more confidence in Kawhi being the MVP caliber type guy coming into Toronto than yeah. I did. I, I was really but skeptical I didn't think this. as to what version of Kawhi we were going to see. But he he is not 100%. I mean, he's looked, the last two nights though, I will say, he's looked pretty, he doesn't look like he's he's hurting too much. I'm not saying that he's mm. not, but he looked a lot better than he did in game two. And there were some times during the Bucks series in those last two games where the Raptors won on the road and then closed it out at home that he still, he had these kind of awkward landings and he yeah. was kind of walking around like a grandpa he, after an and yeah. one and stuff. And we haven't seen that. He's looked a lot better. He's, he, 
He's also but. like not really. I mean, there's an aspect to his game where he's very good interior as an interior defender too. He's he's. I mean, he's pretty much been hanging out on the perimeter the last like this series. I mean, I think a little bit in game one maybe, but he that just really like he's he's avoided that area and has found his spots like on the perimeter to just disrupt everything both ends. Right. We should talk about like some of the rest of the the Raptors because Siakam had a really good game last night. I thought. Did you? I, I was. I was. Mm, I, I the last two games with the like the Raptors as far as like other players. Like I think Kyle Lowry's been very good. Um, I think Serge Ibaka deserves a ton of credit for how Ibaka was huge last yeah. night. Yeah, and and, and game three. I mean. His two goaltends in Game Three, but like still, he was, he was defensively. He, yeah, he went nuts 100%. on in that second half of, uh, of Game Three. Well, they just got they got two big games off their bench. Van Fleet has been great off the bench, the last two series, and despite getting absolutely clocked last night, yeah. had a great game. Even though he didn't shoot the ball great, I mean, he's just his he's, rainbow his rainbow threes. Uh, unbelievable the the. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, but Ibaka, Ibaka went crazy. There was a stretch that he was affecting every play on both Yo, ends of the floor he looked, for like an eight-minute stretch. He looked like 2011 Serge. Like, he looked like 2011 Serge Ibaka where people were saying he was going to be the next Kevin Garnett. <laughs> Wild takes. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, There were flashes they, of that like the last couple of nights. They, of they keep getting these huge contributions. Like in game three where they had Danny Green hit six threes. And last night you get 20 points from Ibaka in 22 minutes off the bench. And the Warriors are not on the flip side. We haven't talked about the Warriors much. They aren't getting – like Looney came back last night and he – for any, like – Realistically, what you could expect coming from a guy that is bat- battling an injury didn't play in the last game. I thought Looney looked pretty good. Oh, Looney Looney, was huge for them. Demarcus Cousins was so bad last night. I, it was the fir- you know the first three minutes. It was I think two zero at at the nine minute mark in the first yeah, quarter. Yeah, turnovers. And Boogie turned the ball over three times in the first thirty seconds. It seemed like yeah. I think it was the first. No, he minutes. did. Yeah, he and did. he was unplayable last night in the last two games. I don't think that he shouldn't be starting and should not be getting minutes in Game Five. In my opinion, it's so bad with him on the floor. And I'm, I'm I, like, I love Boogie. You love Boogie, but well, I mean, he's, he's physically. Just I mean, not, it's just, he's he's not there physically. He's limited. I mean, the amount of times so far in this series where we've seen him like make move and like that's kind of where he's he is uh, catching himself in trouble. It's like. I don't think he's necessarily being careless or anything. It's just that he is not playing to like the clear physical limitations. He's like he's going into the paint with these spin moves, and it's just like he's not able to like make those moves at the speed or with the physicality that like he would normally what we're used to. Um, you know, and it was it's uh, like every single time he makes a post move and tries to go up and like can't jump and like gets blocked. Like he's he can't score inside. He's essentially mm-hmm. like trying to draw a foul and like get an and one, you know, something. He can't play in there. Um, 
I don't think defensively, though, I will say like for him being a little hobbled and stuff, like defensively I think he's been probably a little better than I thought at moments. Like yeah. he had he was being impactful there, but on offense, like Yeah, but I mean it wasn't just him though in general. Like I mean I think the Warriors and overall they were awful as far as the turnovers and just they couldn't get out of their own way with that and some of their passing and just like I mean they were pressed for sure. So I know Draymond's going to get a lot of love because he's averaging close to triple-double this series, and he had a good stat line last night, but he he has the three or four moments a game where he just commits these ridiculous, makes these ridiculous decisions. Well, it's any no, he's been fine in the half court, but when he has, anytime he has initiated like a fast break and is like, it's clear like he is hell-bent on like, pressing and like running a little bit i mean he said before the series but anytime he's done that it's like i would say six out of (laughs) 60 percent of the time that's gonna end in a turnover or a bad pass like he's he's just kind of running with this head of steam and not really going to a spot or like with the purpose of what he's trying to do he's just trying to like race out in front and that's yeah that's where all of his i think bad turnovers and everything is really the example that i'm thinking of last night was in the half court and that's where he got teed up and he was just super aggressive going one-on-one against siakam and he tries to draw a foul he siakam was straight up draymond knocks the ball out of bounds immediately gets in the rest face yells and gets teed up and it's like what the hell are you doing i mean that was stupid but i don't I don't necessarily hate him being that because I think he has to be that aggressive. If they're going to have a chance, right? Without KD, like they need to make those points up some way, and like he, I think, needs to be. I think he needs to be that kind of aggressive and attacking the rim like that to either just because. Otherwise, like it's you know they can just sag off him. I think they need to like he needs to make them, at least be you know respect him at the perimeter and like catch you know guard him in some ways. Because, right. um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I didn't really have – I mean, I had a problem with him reacting because he didn't get fouled there and, like, for to get your tee in that spot. But I think it was also just building from some other stuff. Um, but, I mean, also, I mean, like, they were trying to really just, like, press in some way or another. And it's just – I mean, the, the amount of – the physicality the Warriors played with last night with Steph, like, he was visibly frustrated – um, they and, missed a few fouls. Yeah, oh, I think so too. But it was just that was kind of the game, and it was, um, it was. Yeah, I again, thought officiating were, wise, like yeah, Draymond had some of those same plays where it was like physical, but they weren't calling it. But they, I mean, they weren't doing the agreed. same thing on the Warriors side. It's just agreed. that the Raptors kind of imposed their physicality, I think, more throughout the game with how it was being called than the Warriors did. Yep, I agree with that, and we should talk about Steph a little bit. We, we didn't do a pod after game three, but Steph was incredible, gave the Warriors a chance. He, despite them, ended up losing by double digits in the end. He was trapped 47. He was amazing in game three. Last night, he looked tired. It, I think from was, the 40, he, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was short on a lot of his threes. He really didn't get in any rhythm at any point in the game, although Did he, he had a few buckets late. Yeah, he 30 minutes last Yeah, he break 30 minutes last night. What it, what? Steph had forty three minutes last night. Oh, he did play forty. He broke forty last night too. Yeah, he played forty three minutes last night. So did Draymond and Clay deserves a ton. Clay was great last night. 
six oh, I mean, three, I think... 11 of eight, 18 from the field. He had a few buckets that the Raptors were starting to pull away a little bit. He hit a couple of big threes to keep them close. Clay gave them any, like, he looks really good last night, and they're going to need that in game, oh, game uh, I mean, five. No question. You know, I, I think, like, just in general, I mean, yeah, Steph deserves a ton of credit. I mean, he was, it was an awesome performance in game three. Um, given the situation and stuff, it's just like, man, they were, um, the amount of missed shots and stuff they had, though, even, like, that was the really the killer of it. Just there was no one else that could help uh, in game three with, with those shots. Like, I mean, because they, they, they get open. Like, Drebko makes, like, two of the open three-pointers he has, you know. That's just one example, but there were plenty of other guys. So to get Clay back and then, like, Looney, too, I mean, we already mentioned, but, like, both of those dudes deserve so much. I, I think just should really get a lot of credit today. Um, just from the fact, like, they did, like, help. And it was a closer game because essentially, like, between games three and four, like, the glaring issues and why it, like, it, the Warriors weren't able to sustain it for four quarters was a lot lack of talent and like the the Looney and, and Clay I think definitely helped with the some of the real issues where when we were looking at Steph's performance we're like oh, there's just no chance like he's gonna be able to do enough here on his own to win this um but also with those two games man it's like the amount of open three-pointers the Warriors are giving up on defense though is like offensive it was definitely better last night, but but not they great. Got tired, they got tired in the second half, and yeah. that's when Kawhi got a lot of open looks and they ran away with things. So I yeah, agree man. with you. Yeah. Game three was the Raptors got whatever they want the entire time. Yeah. I mean, Danny Green hit those six threes, but my God, I mean, I think that I if I was shooting, I would have hit two or three of those. I mean, that's how open he was. He was. I think the stat was they had thirteen corner threes in game yeah. three. Yeah, that's. I mean, that is the shot that you want to get if you're the Raptors, and uh, every the time know that, and they, you know, I'll get, I'll cut them a little bit of slack because, I mean, damn, they didn't, they didn't have many guys to work with, mm. uh, but you, you gotta make them work a little bit harder than that. Oh, I mean, but some of these lapses are stuff they've been doing all season too, so I can't really, I'm not gonna give them the the tiredness and all that. I mean, this is just these are issues they've had all season and they're just now as they're banged up and stuff like they just don't have the talent and the bodies to like overcome those mistakes right now right but it's yeah i mean if, if you're steve kerr like i don't really like you i know you mentioned like playing you're gonna have to play boogie i think some minutes i mean you maybe you give a few more i mean he was playing bogut a lot more in the second half but before we go down that route we should talk about kd because it all hinges upon him being able to play or not i don't think it's happening anymore i don't think i don't think he is because brian windhorse Mm -hmm. he talked after the game Mm -hmm. uh and it sounded like kd was trying to work through some stuff on the court and they couldn't really get him going it's, yeah, that calf seems like it's way more messed up than I think. I mean, I definitely was just wanting it. Cause I, I mean, I, was, I think it was more my mindset was like, oh, man, it would just really be lame if this goes down like this and you don't get some KD. But, I mean, it seems like it's very messed up. And they maybe 
earlier on downplayed it a little bit too as far as like his ability to come back I think everyone probably in that building didn't you know was way more optimistic about his the chances of him returning yeah which is a bummer uh and everyone was kind of speculating about that and it sounded like the Warriors were really they they legitimately thought that there was a good chance that he was going to return and I don't know. I mean, I, I guess what what do you think happens in this series now? Do you think it's do you think they're going back to Toronto and Game Five is it? Oh, I think the Warriors have a have a chance to still make this a series for sure. I'm not. I honestly I can't even three one. Like I can't convince myself that this is just going to be a gentleman sweep type of situation. Um, they have a lot of work they need to do. I think they need to really identify a like a way to either a get Steph some easier shots. I think just getting Steph likes legs and just everything right for for this next game will be huge for them. But um, I think more than that, like they've got to really. I think it's just like. For them to have a chance, and really for for Game Five, like I just think Steve Kerr needs to probably be a little bit more due diligent with some of his rotation. Like when Boogie was going through that those three that early stretch, and he I thought played out of it okay, but like I just don't think you can afford that next you know here on forward like those that that kind of extra leash he's been giving certain guys. Um, it just you don't. There's no more. There's no more room for for mistakes like that, um, and they really just have to defensively like figure out something. Like it's it's a lot, but like I didn't really like the fact they were doubling Kawhi and Kyle Lowry and stuff. Like I think there's just a certain aspect of this. We guys have to step up, man up, and like shut this shit down. Because outside of Kawhi, like I think the the there's nothing on the Raptors still that I I don't think is, you know, too much for the Warriors to handle. It's just right. that their, I think their shortcomings are, a thousand percent correctable, and a lot of it, I mean, for defense is like just effort based, but. Um, they they really do need are really like hurting from the the lack of Katie's, um. You know, they're trying to make up 35 points, and I just I don't know where those come from, though. That's, like, the probably most discouraging thing. Yeah, I um, I don't think if KD is not playing, I do not think that they will win game five. I you think, think it's a wrap? I think the Raptors are, yeah, I think it's a wrap. The Raptors wrap it up? Yeah, I mean, they... I don't see how the Warriors are going to be able to score enough points. Eh, I mean, if you look at last night's game, though, like my kind of thing was the Raptors shot terrible, granted, first half, but Warriors were leading, and if they really just, I think like, if they're able to eliminate some of those wide-open shots, but like, if Steph's making, like, shoots 50, you know, shoots 50% of what he was hitting last night, you know, it's... That's a very different game too. Clay's got to play the same way and and you know bring that 
um, you know, bring his, those same numbers to for game five. But like, I think if, if Steph's like actually able to shoot and like can get his legs back for that game, I don't think it's crazy to I'm for them saying, to. I'm not saying it also it's could not be, possible. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just, I, yeah, if, I know. If I'm not. if I'm giving you what I think is going to happen, I. I think it's going to be more of the same of what we saw in the last two games. I think that you're going to see the Raptors are have played the best defense that I've seen a team play against the Warriors, and I, that caveat being that they don't have KD, so what this would look like with KD, we don't know. But they are giving them so many problems. Uh, and they, I know that... Steph and Clay and Draymond, maybe like they're gonna do their thing in Game Five. I think. I think you're gonna see Steph have a much better game. I think you're gonna see Clay shoot the ball pretty well. But unless we see the role players for the Raptors really shit the bed in Game Five, I think that they which I think you could, man. I yeah, they could. I still don't like, trust like a my, lot of those. To my dudes. point before, like in almost in every win this series, they have had someone really step up and have a great game that normally that wouldn't always play to that caliber in game one it was it was Siakam who played out of his mind and then you got Van Fleet off the bench and then you got your normal thing out of Kawhi he was fine in game three Danny Green went crazy in game four we have Ibaka so game five they could go home and then you don't really you, you don't get great games out of those guys uh, but I think you're you're gonna get you're gonna get your 30, 30 and ten from Kawhi, and they're gonna play great defense. Yeah. And given everything that's going on with Warriors, I think the the Raptors got it. I think it's done. I'd be hella surprised. I really. I, mean, I was hella surprised they lost last night. Right. So I mean, maybe though, like. I guess one bet if they play Looney a little bit more, I guess. I mean, but yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think like more and more like what I would else they could do other than it's just like oh your best players have to just play out of their minds. But that's kind of where they're at, right? I mean, there's not really. The only thing is that if KD comes back at some point, but. You know, maybe there's a maybe there by by Monday there's the situation where they're looking at this and they say like, all right, there's a chance Kevin can come back for Game Six, and it's just they really focus in and they're like, we just you know, they're, I mean, I think they're going to no matter what, like putting that team against the wall. I don't think they're going to quit, and I think that's where I have the confidence more in the Warriors than anything is a, a non tangible just. The fact they are champions, they've been. They, I mean, they were down three-one to the Thunder. I think that's the last time they've ever been down three-one. Was Katie and Russ Thunder team in mm-hmm. sixteen? I mean, so came back from that, and I don't. I just. I think that team is super. Is just too good still. Um, and I just. I kind of. I do. Don't trust some of those Raptors role players that if, if Steph's rolling. And Clay's rolling, and what if Draymond can be dominant on defense in Game Five? I just think there's something that would creep into the back of those those some of those Raptors dudes' heads, 
and to be so close that's the thing too it's like to be this close and like you have to do stuff if stuff doesn't go right for them because all I think it does is still is it takes one Warriors quarter like it takes if they had had the big third quarter last night I think they would have been the ones to to have won last night but the 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 Raptors had that dominating quarter because they're going to trade back blows you know back and forth I think most of game five but I think there's going to be that moment again where it's all right who has the big not necessarily third but who just who who has the big quarter in the second half whether it's the third or the fourth I mean it was essentially Kawhi last night but there's nothing on the Warriors that says they can't have that you know on their side right so what is what's your prediction then you think the warriors are going to come back I think go back I think it goes back to I don't think I don't think or Paul Pierce's ass was right that that was the last game in Oracle he's such a clown at the end of that, that you <laughs> that, think the war you think the Raptors win in six or seven I I can't I, I don't like prediction wise I don't know um, <laughs> well none of us know you gotta what do you think is gonna happen? Well, there's there's just so much to say. Like, if this is a series or not. I mean, because if KD comes after six or seven, like that's totally different. I, prediction I think for is though for Game Five is the Warriors will win because I, I don't think there's as many questions as like, you know, for them to for for last night to like have Clay come back, Looney come back, and be impactful. As long as they can do that, like, I do think they have a chance in Game Five to win. And then once you get back in Oracle, like I don't see necessarily the confidence I have is that like I, at this point I you know from a guy that said Warriors in five, you know now is it Warriors in seven? I don't I can't say either way because I think I think this is going to go to a seventh game though. That okay. that's the so best, that's the most seven. bold prediction you're going to get out of me on it because I just I mean there's too many factors and and we don't know how guys are. You know, if Katie comes back and like what he's gonna look like is really the big question mark, and Warriors just gotta you know live, you know survive in advance to another game. Right. And okay. I think so that least, they're gonna, I think they're at least think gonna do seven. that. Okay. Yeah. Right. I don't know if it, well, game seven. Yeah. Still, but that's probably the most thing. I think this is going seven now. So the two things, two things that we do need to talk about from from game three. Uh, the shove heard around the world, seen around the world. Uh, Kyle Lowry dives in the stands. Uh, wanted to get your opinion on. I at in real time, I couldn't really see what happened. Oh, uh, I, I mean, I didn't see him get shoved, but it turns out this is a a minority or, owner in the Warriors, and the NBA responded by banning him for a year and a five hundred thousand dollar fine. Which, in my opinion, the entire situation. Guy was obviously in the wrong. NBA yeah. responded right away. No, I, thought I mean that the punishment fit the crime. But I oh I, for some sure. of the reaction has been that that is not severe enough, and I want to know what you thought about that. I mean, there's a precedent from like what they've done earlier. I mean, if they had gone harsher, sure. I just don't. Um, Sandy Sandy agrees too. Yeah, Sandy thinks it was. That was bullshit for him to push the push Kyle Lowry like that. Yeah, no, it totally was, but um, I think kind of too like uh, there is a portion of me with this is like the public shame, like that dude's just gonna be known as the dude that shoved Kyle Lowry now for the rest of his life, <laughs> like Probably even in business it. meetings and stuff. Like everyone's gonna know, and I think just some of the public shaming that's gonna come 
as a result of all this too is you know one aspect of it if they had done more i wouldn't have had a problem with it um you know settling on that seems seems fine though i think it was a a swift and good reaction to it they didn't really let it linger so um, no they were on it they dude's a, a dude's a clown um but yeah like in the game like there was like a couple of quick shots of after it happened like of kyle like motioning they got shoved yeah, and like yeah. pushed and and everything but um and kudos to kyle lowry for not reacting because i mean I know it's easy to say if you're a professional athlete, you're used to playing in front of people like this, but I mean, if you're surrounded by a bunch of people and one shoves you for, like, your, dude, your instant I, reaction is going to be to shove the dude back or su- shove the person back, and he did not react and was totally calm about I mean, he obviously was upset that he got pushed, but he didn't react to the guy, so kudos to him. He I mean, well, and the, everyone was, like, saying, too, like, initially it was like, oh, well, you know, guy fell on him, like, yeah, he was just pushing him to get him off him kind of thing like help you know that was the very initial but it was like he was dude did not fall on the guy no he was no like he had no he did that just to be a clown a dick yeah yeah the guy like i was seeing like imagine if like because i was seeing myself like if i was in a bar and someone like nearby you know what even if like they were messing around with one of their buddies and they tried to like you know push one of their buddies but if i get hit in a bar like i'm gonna turn and like I don't think I'm going to react as well as Kyle Lowry did. Not to say I'm going to get in a fight, but like I'm going to turn like kind of in a more you aggressive would, you manner. Have some sort of reaction to it. I agree. I think I would yeah. do the same thing. He did a good job. And then the the other thing from Game Three is uh, <laughs> the Beehive really had some enjoyment with Beyonce's facial expressions when Joel Lacob's. Is it enjoyment uh, or is it like a bit of a you know, chill out Beehive moment? Well, I think that they got enjoyment out of it, but I think of sending death gets, threats, like oh, harassing. I a didn't. Woman? Re- I really didn't. Really, I meant more as just like Instagram, like go on Instagram and you're commenting on yeah know, Instagram pictures. I've got a kick out of that. Death threats and things like that. Like, come on, that's obviously too far. Well, I thought that. it. That's what level it got to, didn't it? No, it maybe I I yeah I didn't hear that. And if that's the case. And stuff like that's going around like seriously chill out because it sound apparently it was she was asking if jay-z needed a drink so that they yeah. could put a drink order <laughs> so it's like all right chill out a little bit but my god it was it was funny though i sort of thought i was there disappointed was we didn't get as much star power last night at the on court side yeah like obj was there that was cool but which quick tangent what do you think about these fear of god shoes I dude, I I thought we talked about it. I don't like them at all. I think they're ugly. Yeah, dude, I do too. I um, I don't think we talked about this, so apologies if we did. But I thought I mentioned them when they first came out. Like it was a very quick comment at some. I thought we because I dude, I'm I don't get them. I do not get it. I understand but, why some of these collaborations with Nike. I understand why they're so expensive and so popular. You just dude, you could me. not pay me to wear those. <laughs> I just, I don't think if they're maybe they're just I'm not the person for them. But I, like, there's nothing about those that I was I'm in on. Uh, but yeah, like the last thing with the Beyonce thing too is like the amount of like hard, uh, uh, like think like like just like in depth 
like breakdown of this thing, I was kind of like, all right, like I mean, we're seeing like a, a t- five second clip of this and like her talking over, like we don't know how. Oh god, this is gonna be chaos. Oh no. <laughs> Well, while PJ deals with his dogs going completely berserk, uh, this would be a perfect time if we had a, a sponsor. I could really, this would be a perfect time to go into a reading. Unfortunately, none of y'all have contacted us and paid us a bunch of money for sponsorships yet, so I don't have anything to read you. But um, hopefully, killed enough PJ time. Is, uh, yeah, I was trying to. I was tr- trying to make our plea to getting sponsorships because yeah. that would have been a perfect time for me oh, to, to read one. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> hopefully PJ gets his doorbell under control because uh, he really needs to put a sign up so that people know not to knock during podcasts. But. Um, PJ, playing ahead, man. Um, you know, PJ does the has done a few of these like talk to like singular podcasts about the Bulls. Maybe this is a good tangent for me to talk. Have about you filled enough time yet? Jesus, uh, <laughs> I was just about to do my dive in on Timberwolves free agency. So, oh, uh, that's that's too. Bad. For some reason, my phantom door. <laughs> Fucking doorbell just like rings without anyone pushing it, but my dogs hate it. If you couldn't tell, I could tell. I assume someone was just like delivering a package or something. Mm mm mm. Nope, just it's no. worse. It just rings on its own. It's a personal hell of mine. Um, but yeah, man, I don't, I, I don't have too much else to hit on for for this series. It sounds like you're more optimistic for the Warriors turning things around. I think this is pretty much done, barring KD miraculously being ready for Game 5. But uh, I am excited. I'm a little bummed out if, if this does go 6 or 7. I'm going to be traveling on Thursday, and then Game 7 would be Sunday, and I'm traveling then as well. So I'm a little worried about that. But nonetheless, I'm rooting for this to go longer. I'm not ready for the season to end yet. Oh, I don't... Um... I don't think we're gonna have to worry about it, man. I think there's more games. There's still a little time. Well, we'll see. Um, uh, any shout-outs this week, though? Well, I got actually summoned. So, speaking of social, the social commenting on the Beyonce stuff, how to properly address, you know, all, all that went into that, which I thought was way more than needed to happen for a five-second moment. Um, I have a real issue here, Ultra. My uh, okay. my gym is discontinuing towels to quote unquote be more eco friendly. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Towels are crucial to have in a gym. gym, and I don't That's think it's actually. And the reason I don't think that. it's bullshit. The reason I think it's bullshit is I don't think it has anything to do with. E- being eco-friendly. I think they're trying to save some money. Oh, hells yeah. There's no eco. There's like things you could do at a gym like I get like washing a waste of the energy and water and stuff but like, come on. For how much people pay there, it's like, I I just, I don't, I think it's completely bullshit. And I'm mad about it. I, and I'm all for, I know we gotta save the environment. they have like a replacement of some kind? No. Or they're just like, yeah, towel's going away. Yeah, June 14th, we're sending towel service. 
So you got one week left. But it's like, hmm. I feel like my uh, my membership each month should be a little less because of that. You know, I'm paying part paying you know for the towel service to have a towel. Yeah, I'm fine with being eco friendly. Why? Why do you need all the? Uh, you know, why do you need as much you do for me each month then? Jim, export, tell me that. I'm sorry to hear that, man. I don't have any advice for you. I don't know looking for advice. I just really needed to vent for a second because it was really Maybe, maybe my advice would be you got to find a new gym. Yeah, it's crap. I mean, I don't want to do that, but. No, you don't want to, but are you really going to put up with this kind of stuff? I mean, it turns out disgusting it gets, and like just in general, because people just don't wipe down their shit. Ha- I mean, I do a decent job for most of the time with that, but like, well, do they have like uh, people are pretty wipes, inconsiderate? Like disinfectant wipes that you can use. Well, they have paper towels, <laughs> and they have uh, like so they need to install disinfectant wipes things throughout the gym so you can wipe your stuff. Down. Well, they have like paper towels, and they have like. I am you know, very low confidence in whatever like water-based solution they have that you spray on it, but like it just feels like it's super watered down, like some sort of cleaning solution. But yeah, it's kind of I don't know why, but it's just like it bothered me so much because I just think it's complete crap that they're using environmentally conscious decisions, which I just know it's not that. That's really why it's bothering me. Cause they were just call, like, hey, call them out or leave, Peach. It's kind of what I want to be like. I think it's a bunch of crap. And then you, because you'd be like, to argue against like global war, be whatever, be energy efficient, whatever. Like you're gonna look like an asshole arguing it, but I just like I just want to call back. Oh yeah, cool. So you're do you do know this. If what it's other all of their locations or just the yeah? One now, well, so it happened at the one at my work, by work, and I was like, it's already like implemented there, and I was like, oh, this is. I literally didn't, I was, you know, sick. It was literally the one week I was, you know, the week I was sick last week, or, you know, week before, I mean. So I didn't go at all. And so then, like, first time, though, I went was by the one by my uh, work instead of the one near my apartment. Right. And they did. I was like, oh, maybe that's weird. And I was like, damn, did this just all happen, you know, first of the month? And I just missed this. And then, like, but I showed up to mine by my apartment then the next day. And they had them. There's no signage, but then uh, they had something uh, yesterday when I showed up. Some signage saying like June 14th at that location. So it's not even consistent in that regard. Sounds it's like just a bunch. I feel like it's a bunch of crap. Dude. Basically, I, I want you to I tell agree. me I don't think like me saying it's a bunch of crap and like completely calling calling bull crap on like their. I what I think is just eco, you know, it's just marketing, you know, spinning it to make it seem like they're not just trying to cut costs. No, I think I think you're right. I think. So the right. other thing though is I've like accidentally brought a few towels back. You know, I've accidentally either like held on to it and you like walk to your car just you know with all your shit and then you're like oh fuck. Or you like toss it on your bag and then you accidentally pack it up and then. You yeah, know. exactly. So I've done that with a few of them, and normally I'm, I've, I will say like, I was pretty good with like next time I bring them back, but I ended up you know I have like three or four, so I'm just gonna start bringing those with me every time. But it's gonna be awkward because it's like their towel, like it's the same looking thing. But I was like, hey, yo, fuck you guys. That's kind of how I'm feeling without it. I'm on your side here, man. 
Yeah. Well, just like fuck corporations, man. So this isn't really a shout out. This is an anti shout out. This is just like I just I literally has been on my mind for the last like twenty four hours now, and I just needed to. I haven't got to talk to anyone about it yet, and me being Mister Socially Woke on this pod and all the time, though this is where I want to put my foot down and say I think it's just where we're the. You know all the environmental stuff because I'd like to know what else they're doing that's you know quote unquote eco friendly. I would too. They should be installing solar panels at, at the very least with the money yeah. they're saving. All the TVs right. they keep running on all the time and like other. Sh- I mean, general with like a gym. Just I don't think is the place where I need like them to take the eco stance. I think it's more like I would like. I mean, gyms are just dirty in general. I mean, in some ways, but like to make that a more of a case and like you know people are pretty inconsiderate in general at those establishments so like to have one less vehicle of like oh maybe like they'll utilize this just for people to be more like there'd be one less barrier to overcome people's shittiness like just really ticks me off too those are maybe the two issues i have with it and i was just hoping to see maybe if you had a spin differently on it but clearly you're on my side no nope, so is sandy I'm, a, I'm on your side man fight the man stick it to outside the man. that um no i don't really have any shout just a shout out to the white Sox in general really been enjoying this baseball season you know i saw like a little below i saw a boogie do, i saw a boogie doing an interview and he was rocking a white Sox hat hat mm-hmm. and i was like if pj could see this oh i saw so so smitten by this i was uh, i saw yeah. it and i was but it's the too bad that I'm not, fuck. it's too bad i'm not a twins fan because they're really fucking good yeah show, they are good um all right man well we'll talk after game five okay mm-hmm. all right thank you everyone for listening we'll come at you uh after monday's game have a great weekend <laughs>